Good evening. My name is Shalisha Bino, and this is The Exchange. It is a show that focuses on immersive topics, sensational stories, and illuminating interviews. Tonight, we will be speaking with a man that has a fresh take on reaction videos and considers himself the master of reality. Please welcome Mr. Jimmy Frank Anderson to the podcast. Um, it's such a pleasure to have you here. How have your personal experiences made you channel your inner voice? Everything that we do, whether it's uh, through simply trying to get to work or trying to uh, study for an exam, everything comes back to exactly how we've handled situations like those before. It's never really a case of I'm immediately going to do a very, very new and a very, very uh, intimidating task. I've got to, in some way, kind of remind myself if I've been put in situations like that before where I've got to sort of rely on how did how do you handle a situation like that and mm -hmm. then immediately apply your own logic because it's 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 a it's a very interesting one because uh certainly well certainly in the last four years ever since i started youtube for example in terms of like how i've got around handling the channel in terms of all the uh unforeseen disasters and hardships mm -hmm. that have come and gone it's in many ways i'm kind of a little bit like numb to them i suppose is the right word because it's simply a case of I, I I've learned it's it's I've learned to stop getting so attached to stuff like that. It's simply mm -hmm. a case of there's an obstacle here. How do you get past it? You've gotten past it before. How did you get past it? Can we not apply the same principles? It's I I, I, I try to look I try to look at things in a bit more of a simpler sort of light nowadays and. Mm -hmm. Surprisingly enough, that has made a lot of situations increasingly simple and straightforward, which I suppose, uh, for clarity's sake, it's something we all would love. We would all love something that has a very, very simple uh, solution to uh, our problems. Exactly, exactly. Simplicity is good. And why is blogging something that you are passionate about? History. Uh, Miss Leisha, I suppose that's the best way I can answer that because mm -hmm. when I okay, the best I, I suppose in terms of like blogging, you're almost making little journal, uh, little journal entries about about certain events in history, because believe it or not, some of the things that uh, I talk about certainly uh, even going back to the stuff when I started back in 2018, mm -hmm. even though some of the things I said back then I thought were a little bit. I didn't necessarily think I would say stuff like that back then. Okay. It's a good. It's it's almost like really good in terms of like progression because you remember, you can remember being there, but you don't quite remember what the context is or why it's important to remember why you were in a certain place at a certain point in history. And mm -hmm. blogging is sort of it's a very personalized little uh, footnote in history. And when mm -hmm. I go back to uh, uh, reminisce or even to look back on. Uh, on videos I made back then, because I'll tell you what, making videos uh, of, of uh, events uh, from the past and even now, it's a good way to uh, save a little space in your memory, so you you, you don't have to uh, force yourself to forget certain things, or mm -hmm. you have to make room for a, a whole load of other stuff. So, in terms of blogging, it's again, even if I was to like go back and see all of the things that I made four years ago, because everything I've done then is how I've managed to get to where I am now. And 
it's been impacted by a whole bunch of things uh, surroundings changes in circumstances new people i've met mm-hmm. situations where i mentioned again you'd have to i'd have to apply a certain level of like a game plan how to uh, maneuver myself around those mm-hmm. and i'd imagine in some very strange way i imagine this is the sort of thing that quite a lot of other people do subconsciously like whether they realize it or not they're actually they're changing the world in some very strange uh, roundabout way i think so i mean you're providing information and um, perspectives that other people can connect with um and in many ways it's kind of like a documented experience i'm sure that as you go along in blogging you become more experienced and your perspective may change just slightly sometimes correct Indeed. I, 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 I couldn't agree with you more there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. And uh, tell us about your journey in the gaming industry. Well, certainly the first thing that would come into my mind is uh, <laughs> just about... Uh, it's, it's just about how, how you can immerse yourself into such little enter- enter- enterprises like uh, the gaming industry because the, the, you, I, I'm pretty sure we've, we, we've I mean we've been through this before Ms. Leisha that one of the absolute greatest experiences I've certainly held in the last couple of years is being introduced to the Dark Souls franchise mm-hmm. and one thing that's sort of become a little bit very strange is that and, and this is something I uh, I've only really mentioned ever to a, a few other people is that uh, during my time at university, roughly coming up to five years ago, I actually was given the chance to actually work at making a, a small little level utilizing something called Unreal Engine, which is uh, a lo- which is something that a lot of games, uh, very popular ones like Fortnite uh, today, uh, utilize. And mm-hmm. the, but the, the most wonderful thing about uh, Unreal Engine is that it is completely optimal to uh, first-time programmers, to those who ge- who generally just want to make things just to, just, to, just to toy around and just to be a little bit fun. And the results are absolutely mesmerizing. I reckon, honestly, with a little distance and uh, a little time, you could. I, I, I honestly think I could create something that maybe, uh, just maybe, would sort of be a next advance because there's sort of like a great uh, expectation or rather... Mm-hmm. A great question burning about whether or not video games are considered art because of the ability of choice, which you don't often always get in uh, things that are considered art nowadays. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's not just about uh, want to be, wanting something to be called high art. What I wanted to do is to create an experience, because at the very least, there's nothing really lost from trying this uh, experience, and... You never know what you can gain from uh, to, from playing. <laughs> oh man, I can say personally that there is a strong link between the way that the uh, developers created the Dark Souls and also Elder Ring. Um, but after playing both of those really hard games and dying about a thousand times, I could come and tell you that it is definitely not easy. And I think whoever designed it really wanted people to feel as if they were in the battle or in this, this never ending journey, you know, but yeah, I think so many people would love if you continue to cover dark souls and of course games of that nature, there's a huge following for it. So, um, and, uh, what is RageCon and how did it begin? Oh, okay. Here's uh, 
now here here we go this is the wait to wait till you uh, <laughs> you get a load of this back mm-hmm. in about uh 2020 so roughly about two years ago to sort of like celebrate uh making videos and being on the platform for two years i kind of wanted to do something a little bit special because i did like a one-year anniversary the year before but it was just sort of kind of there more than anything what ragecon was really all about was sort of going a little bit further than like that almost making an entire like convention uh centered around uh certain videos being released uh over a couple of days and then under completely new style and type of videos coming out uh for the next couple of days so the idea was is that i was Woodstock is basically what I was doing, except uh, with one host over the course of like I, I think it was roughly about two weeks was when the first Rage Con went, uh, ending with the uh, the second annual 30 band uh, Royal Rumble event, which is des- it's it's supposed to take place over the course of the month of August, and it's certainly one that it is going to be resuming its course uh, coming up this August, so. There's plenty of things to be looking forward to towards uh, the end of uh, the end of summer, at any rate. But gotcha. when I, because when I uh, first fit, when I first started making the videos for uh, RageCon, it was about uh, 450 videos. I think I must have made by the time uh, the, the, the 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 date rolled around. It was July 20th or 22nd, I think, and. As a result of this, I must say, I think that was a it was a very very good expedition because I tried and I went out there and did something quite impressive in my mind, mm-hmm. and certainly the things I got told were of, of of great use and of great interest because that's the that's the, that's the thing about all of this is that if it wasn't for the people who uh, watched my stuff and then subscribed to check out more, if it wasn't for them. Then we wouldn't put. We probably wouldn't be here having this conversation right now. Which, that's. I think that says a lot. I, I, I really do. I, I owe a lot of what I think I do to uh, the people I watch. Gotcha, gotcha. It definitely does. And here's something that I'm so curious about. What advice would you give someone who wants to be a gamer or blogger? I suppose um, I, I think I'll just start with the, uh, the 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 gaming aspect first because I'm not too certain if it's the easier one to answer, but I suppose I may as well uh, go for it. The first thing you should just try and do is be as uh, open uh, to any sort of suggestions you are put you you would like to. And what I mean by this is, first off, just consider exactly what you like because. There's an ex- there's a there's a there's a strange coalition between knowing what you like and going out to finding exactly what you like, and then looking out and then finding something you didn't realize or you never thought you would like. There's some there's this one very strange title. They call it a rhythmic horror title mm-hmm. called Fum- Fumper, and I I played the ent- I played the entire game. Uh, but mm-hmm. let me just uh, I'll I'll say this verbatim right now in case anybody uh, says I'm lying about this. Mm-hmm. It's it's one of the most unnerving and quite frankly <laughs> one of the most 
one of the most tense experiences I've ever had because. Well, well tell us more about it. Like, what is the game itself about? I'm just curious. <laughs> okay, uh, the, it's it's a bit like uh, Guitar Hero in many ways, but there's only like one track, and the idea is you've got to press a button whenever like a line comes towards this uh, silver ball, like floating in space. So basically, you've just got to like follow a rhythm. Like you press uh, one button, and then a sequence could come up, and you've got to press the same button like twice uh, in in, in a, a very short amount of time. But the problem this is is that. This get this game goes so fast, and it takes mm. you what I can only describe as somebody taking an LSD in space. There is almost nowhere to hide in this game. You will you if you fail if you like uh, make one mistake, you, you're going to feel it. It is such I I, I honestly it's again, uh, again the problem with this is it's one of the things you kind of like have to experience. It's a bit like being in one of those. Uh, uh, hum- those giant uh, gyroscopes where you're locked in and you saw like as if you're floating in space and you oh. can feel yourself becoming sick and disorientated. It is very, very rare to find titles that have that very unnerving effect. It is, it is, it is so. Now mm. that's a title I honestly think I never would have enjoyed, but <laughs> for what, but for what it's worth. Because there's there's very few games that can do stuff like that, mm-hmm. and that, and that, and I think that is extremely credible because it's just straight up. How what what can you say to somebody like that? So guys, on the exchange, what Jimmy is telling you is to try that game, have your aspirin ready, and explore the game whenever you can. <laughs> it's 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 a it's a lot harder than it looks. So you might need to, to at least check out somebody playing it first because you kind of. They say that sometimes in life you've got to know exactly what it is you're getting into, and <laughs> it's 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 fantastic. It's 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 absolutely great. Um, oh. But uh, and again, that's a title I never thought I would enjoy. But mm-hmm. I, I I can't I can't stress exactly enough just how different it it did, it really did feel. However, mm-hmm. if you want to take it from me about the sort of stuff uh, you absolutely would enjoy. Because mm-hmm. I was considered, because I am going to make probably a very long video uh, next year. Because next year we'll celebrate 20 years of the video game Sonic Heroes uh, mm-hmm. being released, which is a game I think I've hold closer to my heart than I think mo- than most people I've probably known for years. It is mm-hmm. one of the it, it the it's 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 just got about every single thing. I've I've come to attach myself with because from the open world, how colorful the levels are, the designs, the uh, the lighting, the effects, uh, just the, the experience. And maybe it's just because I'm being biased because it's again a game I hold very close to my heart. But mm-hmm. it is go back. That's a good point. Maybe you should go back to the sort of things that uh, maybe you were playing as a playing as a child, or maybe the sort of thing that looks really colorful. I mean, I hope this. Uh, this new video game uh, Kirby and the uh, the Forgotten City was meant to be mm. uh, just a really a really simple but a really really nice uh, children's game just because it's colorful it's it's quite open uh, the graphics uh, by today's standards because it only came out a couple of months ago uh, rival something to the likes of uh, Super Mario Odyssey and it's 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 a it's a beautiful experience I again 
mm-hmm. you, you sort of have to get into these sort of things to understand exactly like what effect it is because I've played games in the last four years that again have such a deep impression on me just because of how both nice challenging open mm-hmm. interesting uh, it, there's there's a lot of things to consider if if, uh, if it appeals to you and I'm pretty sure there's this there's, there's got to be loads of things that would appeal to gamers out there oh, even definitely. to people who really don't know where to start <laughs> Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think you said something that was really amazing in regards to like selecting a game going based on like your childhood experiences. Um, I personally, as a gamer, as like a big kid, like I turn around and um, play Zelda and <laughs> Pac-Man and all those really crazy things. So that's really fascinating. One of these days, I will get round to uh, either playing. Uh probably either Breath of the Wild or doing uh, Wii Sports for the Nintendo Switch. It's like, I think mm-hmm. it's like called Switch Sports because, again, uh, the Wii Sports is such a simple idea, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's it's one of the most successful video games ever sold because mm-hmm. it is so simple and a, a lot of people just own it because it came packaged with the Nintendo Wii. Exactly, exactly. And I, I have a Switch. I do have the old school Wii. And I'll tell you, Breath of the Wild is actually pretty good. You'll enjoy it. Um, but it's just hours of gameplay and just trying to figure things out unless you go on YouTube and cheat it. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And um, why do you consider yourself an aspiring novelist? Okay. Uh, to sort of... Uh, okay, now, now we're talking because... Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, just be, uh, run about like last week, I did kind of want to ask Alicia about wanting to ask this question specifically. And what happened was that I sent her about seven premises for stuff that I had in production. The sort of things that I absolutely will see myself getting published uh, in perhaps the next 10 to 20 years. Awesome. And stuff that i didn't even list that goes even beyond that i think i have about uh, in in certain books my, my, oh, just for reference my entire room is like covered with uh, half finished uh, little scrapbooks and mm-hmm. notepads that have had ideas that have gone on for at least four and a half years at this point but the thing i kind of wanted to illustrate about why uh, how, why i am this way is that like i said uh, kind of a bit similar to the gaming thing is that you become open to all sorts of. Uh, uh, you, you become open to things that uh, go on uh, in the in the world. What people have experienced, whether it's through uh, through a book or through a video game or through music, there is. If you, if you're stuck out there or you're suffering from like writer's block in terms of you don't know what to say or where you're meant to go next, there are foul, millions of examples you can find right now where. You just have to open something up and then you sort of sort of ask yourself whether it's through like a crime book or a fantasy novel. All you have to do is kind of like imagine to yourself, how would you see this event being played out? Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. does this get you to the end? Because uh, when I've had I've had this struggle before, but mm-hmm. I kind of went back to the very basics about where it began and where it's logically going to end. Mm-hmm. So... I, I suppose you just I suppose just get just start reading or start getting uh, into that sort of thing. I, I think that's the best thing I can possibly say. 
Exactly, exactly. To to really jump into those sort of things, you know, um, because writing is just one of those things where you have to consistently, you know, kind of push forward with things. But based on what you've told me, it definitely sounds like fantasy and things of that nature is kind of like uh, what you feel most passionate about, like the realm of the imagination and creating three-dimensional characters and stuff of that nature. So that's pretty amazing. Um it- I'll say it personally as a published author that it's definitely not an easy path, but, you know, with some hard work, perseverance, commitment, et cetera, et cetera, you can certainly master it. So, guys, if you're listening into the exchange, please follow Mr. Jimmy Frank Anderson. He is not just someone who is giving you reaction videos. He is someone who is dissecting the stories themselves, looking deeply at the characters and, of course, blogging about it and really talking about some very engaging topics in the world of gaming and creating, right, uh, what is it, creating characters and everything of that nature. So, guys, please follow him he is ultra talented and he's he's got a hint of historian in him don't you mr anderson oh that's absolutely true i mean w- would it be of any interest whatsoever if i uh sort of went over the premise of just one of them uh, before we uh before we move on um yeah yeah of course um if you'd like to tell them about upcoming book that would be amazing uh, uh- take it away i suppose really if we are going to go through the realm of like uh, discussing the realms of fantasy because the first, the first book isn't really technically a fantasy uh, story. It's more sort of slightly uh, fictitious examples of events that have happened uh, roughly about where I live. But mm-hmm. the second one is, I, I suppose, really the second one is kind of more uh, like fantasy with like a, a like a splashings of like horror and tragedy as well. Uh-huh. But I suppose uh, I. I it, it's that there's kind of like a little bit of a theme here it's all like uh, horror and fantasy but uh the the, the second book is uh it's sort of also based on a on a true event uh, called uh, cat cemetery where mm-hmm. this this incredibly uh uh distressed and uh, mentally uh, challenged uh, woman in her 40s uh kidnaps three kittens in a backyard and just uh, sticks them in a room and just tries to like uh, sell them for pictures on the internet, and while uh, all the while these kittens go and explore this house, and they encounter encounter very distressed uh, dogs, like uh, a band of very very uh, inanimate uh, cat, uh, cats, like older ones, mm-hmm. and you you just get the impression that this that the house they live in is just falling apart all around them, which is, I think, a perfect metaphor for this uh, woman's mental state. She, it is clearly a place that is going to come down on her head. Uh, all, mm-hmm. all, all shown through the eyes of what is very small, very innocent, uh, tiny animals. That, very, <laughs> that's one of the more optimistic of these. Yeah, that's Believe a, it or not. Oh yeah, that's very a very fascinating piece and an interesting perspective. Yeah, um, definitely, guys. Again, please follow Mr jimmy frank anderson definitely sounds like he's bringing unique stories imaginative stories and stories that tease a little bit of horror too which is something i know most people like to you know read or watch so definitely and where can we find more about you and your work if you if you do choose you want to check out uh, me and find more stuff out about the sort of things that i would talk about on a very uh, regular basis you mm-hmm. can follow me at YouTube at this little channel called Raging Reality. 
and mm-hmm. make sure to uh, check me out right there because you I, I think you only have to like watch about maybe one video possibly another to really get the vibe I'm going for they're not the very typical uh, reaction videos that some people have come to uh, associate as mm-hmm. they're all they're, they're sort of a very more comprehensive look at what we're being told I believe it. I believe it. Well, you've definitely made a fan out of me. I will be following and subscribing to your page and just pretty much seeing uh, what other videos you have on there. And also to see how many times it takes you to die in Dark Souls. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> you, you, say, you say that because I was literally about to attempt uh, a deathless run in the first Dark Souls. Oh, Lord. <laughs> it's... It's what I can only describe as one of the most ambitious, but I'm pretty sure a lot of people have done this before. But I want to see exactly if I can do it. Because I, because the problem is, is that in the first game, you can technically go through the entire game without dying. Mm-hmm. Because there is sort of one death that is mandatory. But mm-hmm. I will, I don't think that a lot of people will count that against me. I, I think, anyway. Oh, no, no, no. I think... Um you know playing these type of games this particular type of game you definitely have to be uh focused and committed you're gonna die a couple of times and you certainly have to just you know try different methods and see how they work but the more that you do it you notice that your fighting skills go up um your immunity to poison goes up so it's all good (laughs) it's all good all right well i thank you so much for coming in and i thank all of you at home for listening in If you have a compelling topic or story that you wish to discuss, or if you wish to promote your business, please visit us online at www.experiencedexchange.com. Feel free to also follow us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. Again, Mr. Anderson, thank you so much, and I hope you all have a great night. Thank you very much, Leisha. That was was pretty fun. I I will be certainly looking forward to uh, seeing how this all runs down. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt, it's awesome. Always awesome to have you here. Thank you very much. (laughs) 